0: The Gary Watches Wrestling Podcast, Saturday, March 14th, 2020. How's it going? want to thank you guys very much for tuning in. I know it's been a while since I've done one of these, but uh, I was actually waiting to get more of an official word from uh, WWE as far as what's going on with WrestleMania. I thought that'd be a nice comeback, to come back with a bunch of information. And, well, we don't have that yet. And I think uh, if I were to sit around and wait, thank God if I didn't hold my breath, because I'd probably be dead by now. Um, but there is a uh, apparent battle going on between vince mcmahon and the city of tampa bay florida the hillsborough county uh, officials got together for a little meeting on thursday afternoon around one thirty to discuss uh, a variety of things going on uh, in their city as it relates to the coronavirus and how the first responders and and uh, all the different officials were responding to What was going on? What was the plans in place? And finally, uh, about an hour in or so, the topic of WrestleMania specifically came up and the gentleman um, mentioned that uh, he was surprised that the WWE had not canceled WrestleMania yet or not postponed it and that if uh, they were not to cancel or postpone it, by next week, so if you figure Thursday, whatever day that falls on, uh, around the 19th or the 20th, somewhere in there, um, that the city of uh, Tampa was going to step in and pull the plug on this thing. And so that's what we're looking at right now. And a lot of people are wondering, you know, why? Why, Vince, why have you not pulled the plug on this show? I mean, you've got the NBA, the NHL, the MLB, the NCAA, all pulling stuff. Uh, you know, putting their seasons on hold. The XFL, a Vince McMahon-owned entity as well, um, you know, pulling the plug for this season. But WrestleMania is not, the, the plug is not being pulled on WrestleMania. A lot of people wondering why. I mean, look, I bought a ticket. I was planning to go. I'm still planning to go, whether it's canceled, postponed, Uh, Whether it happens on April 5th or a later day, I am planning to go no matter what. And I can understand the frustration that a lot of people have about the event uh, and not knowing what's going on with the event. I mean, I think the general opinion is that it will be uh, simply postponed. Uh, You know, canceled is not the right uh, word for it. I do not anticipate it to be actually canceled. But uh, postponed is more like it to a later date, a month or two or three down the road, if you will. But a lot of fans are like, why won't the WWE come out and just make a statement in terms of what they're planning to do? Well, some people say they may not know what they're going to do yet. And that is very true. But something else to consider here when it comes to uh, WrestleMania and why... WWE may be waiting for Tampa Bay to step in and do the pulling of the plug. You see, if WWE simply were to go in and say, we're going to cancel the show, there's a thought. Now, I don't know this to be true. This is simply me just speculating, so take that for what you will. But I've certainly seen this floating around on the internet, so I'm clearly not the first one to come up with this idea. But there is this this idea that if WWE pulls the plug and not the city. Well, then there's uh, there's some money that they're going to lose out on. So in theory, if Tampa says we're canceling WrestleMania, well, then there's, there's either money within a deal between the city and WWE that WWE can collect if the city cancels, or um, there's some sort of insurance money perhaps at stake. And so if the city does it, WWE stands to collect on this money, whether it be from the city or insurance or what have you. And so they're not going to be out a bunch of money, but if WWE simply were to go and cancel, well then they don't get jack shit. So there you go. So there's one thing to keep in mind. And that's, that's what I'm betting on because if it's, if it's anything else, they would have just come out by now and said, you know, this is what we're going to do. I've heard various uh, rumors, Around the internet, that uh, maybe the June is a potential date. Uh, some people are saying maybe July, August. All these months sound good to me. You ain't gonna fight, you ain't, you ain't gonna get me to fight you on it. I'll tell you what. I'm good with any of those dates. But that is the thought. That is the idea that it will be just simply postponed, not canceled, but postponed. And then there's a the thing you gotta wonder of. What, what are they going to do with all the storylines, right? Like, are we going to be in this like holding pattern? Like, let's just say, let's just say June is the month, right? So you mean to tell me that all of April and all of May and into however far in June they go, that we're going to be essentially putting all these stories in a holding pattern for the next two or three months until this event happens in the event that it does get postponed. What is that going to do for the audience? You're talking about, um, you know, I, I we, we've seen year over year the ratings have dropped and interest dropping from the WWE and their main roster uh, product. You know, the interest is, is falling off a little bit. I think one of the reasons, one, in my opinion, one of the reasons why is because some of these stories tend to go on and on and on. And there will be people that will argue, that will say, well, you know, It's long-term. They're not just rushing from one story to the next. And you do have a point there. But also, to be fair, uh, now versus 20 years ago uh, or 25, 30 years ago, back when they used to do four pay-per-views a year versus 12 now, and that they have this weekly show called Raw that these guys appear on every single week, and then we end up getting you know, some variation of the same guys against the same guys. I mean, take a look at Seth Rollins, Buddy Murphy and the authors of pain AOP and how often they have interacted with Kevin Owens and the street profits and, and all this stuff. I mean, it's just kind of over and over and over and over and over again. Um, God, I mean, what was it last year and the year before? How many times have we have Becky and Charlotte running into each other just constantly. So, this idea that, you know, they're going to have to put these storylines into a holding pattern for two or three more months is not very attractive to me. Also, you know, we don't know how long uh, the public gatherings are going to be banned, and so in that sense as well, they're going to be holding a lot of these empty arena shows, which they're doing at the Performance Center. They did Friday Night SmackDown last night in the Performance Center to an audience of nobody. And, you know, I actually... I didn't hate it. You know, I got a little bit bored when they put on the Elimination Chamber match. I mean, I would have rather have seen Cesaro and Daniel Bryan go an hour, go Broadway, give them a full hour and just let them just freaking wrestle. What the hell, right? What do you got to lose? Um, <clears throat> But I love the, the segment with uh, John Cena and, and Bray Wyatt. I like what both of them had to say. I thought it was really, really good. I liked Roman. My God, a Roman seemed like a human. This reminded me a lot of the show... After the 2015 Royal Rumble where they got snow in Connecticut, there was like a big blizzard and they had to do the show from the WWE head- headquarters. And that was a really, really uh, interesting show. when they had uh, Brock and Roman in the same room and they were kind of going back and forth with each other. You know, th- there's this kind of uh, there's this kind of uh, Roman that we see in these kind of situations where they haven't had a time to uh, heavily script something. And you can definitely tell there's clearly a difference between the way he talks there and the way he talks just normally. And, uh, you know, again, going back to the John scene and the Bray Wyatt stuff, these guys just cut like traditional promos in the ring. And it did not sound like it was all that heavily scripted. Now, of course, somebody from the company could come and say, well, you're dead wrong. We scripted every word. And I mean, you know, whatever, but it sure as hell didn't seem that way. Cause there was a difference between the way that they talked here and the way that they talk otherwise. Um, And of course, you know, I enjoyed the Daniel Bryan and Cesaro and, uh, you know, the women's tag match opener, even that was enjoyable. So, you know, and Triple H, my God, man, he was, he was one of the highlights of that show to me, like just to see him where he was clearly just, it just seemed like he was having a lot of fun. And look, I get it. You know, these guys, they put on a character, they show up, they go to work and they do their thing. And I respect that, but there was definitely something different about the kind of, uh, the way that a lot of these guys were last night that I thoroughly enjoyed. And I wish that we could see more of this realism blended into this product kind of in the same way that AEW does or NXT does you know, bl- bring more realism and blend it into the product. Cause I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Triple H, you know, picking on Michael Cole, that was a lot of fun. He had the camera and he's taking a Sharpie and drawing on Michael Cole's gray hairs. I mean, that was a lot it was a lot of fun. They had Mojo Raleigh come in, uh, to confirm that uh, Rob Gronkowski was coming to WWE and that he would be on next week's SmackDown. And so the sight of Mojo and Triple H screwing around with Michael Cole—that was also a lot of fun to watch. So all in all, it was a it was a pretty enjoyable show, all things considered. And it just goes to show you that when their backs are up against the wall, they actually put out a better show than if they had it, you know, planned for however long. And you know, I don't know that how much involvement of Vince McMahon would have in a show like this. I mean, he is the main guy, obviously probably has a lot of say over all the shows. I mean, pretty much, but um, it definitely seemed like this was out of the norm for an, you know, for a typical SmackDown and that's not a bad thing. That's actually a good thing. (laughs) I I enjoyed it. And then, so, you know, we got raw coming up Monday, which is also going to be at the performance center. It was previously scheduled to be in Pittsburgh. That is now off. It will be at the performance center. Stone cold. Steve Austin is expected to be there. The Undertaker and AJ and a contract signing. These are some of the things they advertised last night on SmackDown. And so I think that, uh, I think it's going to be another fun show. These empty arena shows, their backs are against the wall. I think it's going to be a fun show. Mark my words on that. And I could be dead wrong, but I have a feeling I have just a sinking feeling about it. AEW also in a similar predicament with their shows. They had a show scheduled for Rochester, New York, this coming Wednesday, the 18th, and that show is now off. It has been moved to uh, Daly's Place in Jacksonville. This is a venue that uh, I believe the cons um, own or run it or something to that effect, Um, but that is the one place they have where they could run. So I would imagine that they're probably going to run a lot of shows there in the meantime, that's just a guess they may have somewhere else they can run shows. And so that's also possible, but for at least this Wednesday, it will be running in Jacksonville at Daly's place with uh, uh, limited to no fans in the building. And they're already teasing, you know, the debut of the exalted one. And so we'll see how that goes. And I'm also curious because of course, Newark had to be canceled as well. So, I don't know what's going on with the blood and guts, uh, cage match. I don't know if that's going to be on the 25th still, and it'll just be held in Jacksonville at the empty arena or what's going to be going on with it. But, uh, I'm looking forward to that match. I'll tell you that. I think it should be really, really exciting. So there is a lot of uncertainty right now. There is a lot of, uh, you know, people just wondering what the hell's going on and not getting a lot of answers, You know, if you are working in the indies, uh, it's going to be a lot more tougher, you know, a lot more tougher because there's a lot of shows that are relying on WrestleMania to run in order to run their indie show to, you know, basically piggyback off WrestleMania weekend. If that doesn't happen, there's a lot of these companies. That are going to be out a lot of money. They're going to have to be bankrupt and losing their houses. There was a guy from uh, WrestleCon, which is uh, arguably the biggest event, uh, indie event of the weekend. And he was talking about if this thing goes south, he's going to lose his house. That's really sad. Really, really sad. So um, definitely support your local independent wrestlers. Uh, check out their uh, merch, their Patreons, all that stuff. Do whatever you can to support them. Um, And we'll see what goes on in this uh, difficult time. Hopefully uh, there'll be more news and I will definitely come back with more as it uh, unfolds. And I'll just leave you guys with this. I've been off and on for the last two years since I started this podcast to, um, you know, really have an interest in doing this podcast. And I don't want to make any promises. I don't know exactly what the future holds with this because my interest kind of seems to weigh in and out. There are times where I really, really, really want to share something. And there are other times where I'm just not as interested. I know when AEW came back, I got very, very interested again. And so, uh, I'm not making any promises right now, but I would just say, stay subscribed to this feed I have a feeling that you're going to be hearing a lot more from me, especially now when there is a lot of uh, news out there and uncertainty with what's going on in wrestling. I really feel a call to come on and talk about it. So as long as there's stuff going on, I'll be here. I'm going to pop on. And uh, needless to say, I think you have not heard the last from me in a wrestling capacity. And if you're looking for more of me in podcasting, check, uh, Gary's podcast.com, the Gary Cantrell podcast. It's a very, very different podcast. Um, but, uh, it's, it's my main full-time podcast right now that I'm doing. You can check that out. And if you are here for the wrestling and you remember me from the shoot, I'm very happy to announce that, uh, in the month of May, I actually recently recorded a podcast with Alan Martin, my former shoot co-host, And that is going to air in May over at Gary's podcast.com. So subscribe here, subscribe there and uh, check out the, uh, two hour conversation that I did with Alan Martin. I think it's uh, really fantastic, but that is going to do it for me for now. Um, again, thank you guys for tuning in or if you're randomly, you know, like if you're new and you randomly stumbled onto this, um, thanks for checking it out. I will have more. I will be back. Thank you. I'll talk to you guys very, very soon.